0: When I was about 25 years old, I was uh, busted and into jail and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Hi and welcome to History Makers, I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with Chad Butler from the band Switchfoot. Now, I've had the privilege of seeing them perform live in Australia a number of times. They're one of my favorite bands. And uh, they've got some new music out, which we're going to talk about soon. And it's a real blessing today to catch up with the drummer, Chad Butler. How you doing, Chad?
1: Hey, Matt. Doing
0: well. Thanks for having me. Now, I'm going to find out a bit more about this new music soon, but let's start with your story. Where were you born and raised? Well, it's a funny story.
1: I uh, was born in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. And. Uh, my dad was a musician and was touring through Europe. My parents were and uh, ended up living in uh, Europe for a few years as a young child and, and then moved to California um, after elementary school. And I've lived in California ever since here in San Diego and went to school uh, with John and Tim Foreman and in high school and then in college, we knew each other um surfed all the, uh, the the beaches here around southern california together and we've been friends uh, ever since we started a band lower in college and had no intention of of uh you know traveling the world together uh full time but uh we've had the great fortune of doing that for the last uh 20 some years as switch
0: that's a great story of how the band got together back in the early days. And, uh, you know, I've enjoyed so many of your albums. We're going to talk a bit about your music throughout the show today as well. But let's just go back to a bit more of your, your upbringing. So did you have like a religious upbringing at all? My dad was a pastor. So, um, you know,
1: most of the, the pastor's kids uh, I know uh, are, are either in jail or in, <laughs> in trouble. <laughs> um, So it's it's a wonder that, that I'm uh, a functioning human, Um, but uh, I had a very loving family, love my parents. I just saw my dad uh, at at, at a coffee shop this morning and, and uh, yeah, uh, he, he's been a great hero for me, you know, as a, as a dad and as, as a musician, um, just a a wonderful influence on my thinking. You know, my parents always encouraged me to, to ask big questions, um, you know, that, there's no question that uh, too big for god and you know encouraged me to to be open about my faith and my doubts uh, and and to to just sort of figure it out uh, as i went along and yeah i'm very thankful for the for the upbringing I, I had it was wonderful
0: so i'm curious to know about your dad's music career so was he a christian musician or just a musician that was a christian <laughs> Well, I think back in,
1: in the days when when he was touring, um, you know that they were still trying to figure out what that whole thing meant. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I'm I'm not even sure I totally understand it. You know, but for <laughs> for me, I've always felt like Christianity is a faith, not a, a genre. You know, I think of songs as a way to explore the world and to ask big questions and to talk about things that are uncomfortable to talk about in maybe everyday conversation, but through music and through song, you can explore those topics, you know, wrestle with the pain and the beauty that, you know, faith and doubt that you feel. And I'm really thankful for music being a big part of my life.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. Well, it's a great, uh, a great story uh, uh, that you're a, a PK, a pastor's kid, because I think the Foreman boys are also pastor's kids, aren't they?
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what what uh, has bonded us, you know, sort of common an experience, and maybe being in a band is—it's a lot like a family. But you know, you sort of go through therapy together, <laughs> you know, the highs and lows of of uh, traveling the world, and you know, we get, we've gotten very close over the years.
0: That's so cool, mate. Well, let's uh, let's go back to a bit of the band history. So, I still remember when I first heard my first Switchfoot song. I was a teenager, I was a surfer, and I was uh, growing up in a town called Coffs Harbour in New South Wales, and uh, there weren't many Christian bands out that were surfers, you know, and and I was like, yes, finally, one of of my tribe, you know, and uh, your first album that came out, I'm pretty sure, was it Legend of Chin, was that what it was called? Yeah, that's right. Yep, and I remember hearing the first music, what was it like for you as a young surfer guy, releasing your first album, but take us back to those feelings you went through when, when it all started.
1: Well, we met in college and, and had the fortune of, of uh, a guy named Charlie Peacock hearing our music. Somebody had handed him a cassette tape and he uh, he called us up and uh, we, we ended up signing to his little indie record label and got to record an album and, and put it out and go on tour and that was just our, you know dream. Um true, but in my mind, I thought, well, you know, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We'll go do this for a little bit, and then, you know, I'll go back to school and, you know, pursue a real job. And the uh, <laughs> funny thing is, is it turned into a full-time career for us over the years. And, and looking back, it's it's just such a gift. You can't take any credit for it.
0: Well, I just want to encourage any listeners. You, you may have heard some of their recent stuff. Which is awesome, but back then, back in the day, they were pretty, pretty rocking band. Uh, you know, f- for the time, you, you're ahead of your time, I reckon. I think of albums like "The New Way to Be Human" in 1999. I love that one. Uh, I loved uh, "Learning to Breathe" in 2000. "The Beautiful Letdown" in 2003 was really a massive breakout album. Like songs like "Meant to Live," uh, "D to Move." Some of those songs got secular airplay all over the world and charted. How much did that album change your life?
1: Yeah, that was a a wild ride, you know, to, to be playing very small shows around the country here. And, you know, we had the opportunity to tour uh, Europe a couple times. And then all of a sudden with that album, the beautiful letdown, um, you know, we were suddenly playing in front of very large audiences and, and, uh, and, and getting to go to new places. And that's, that's, I think, the first, maybe the first time we had ever been to Australia, you know, headlining a tour and, and playing all over. And that that was a, a very memorable time for me, you know, seeing the country and going surfing. I, I remember going down to Gold Coast mm-hmm. and and out in Perth and even down there, uh, Bells Beach, yeah, went surfing down there and had a great time and so many great concerts. You know, I look back at, that era, and and just remember specific cities and specific nights of music, but yeah, it was a wild thing to to hear our songs on the radio in you know the international uh, world. I never dreamed that our song would would make it that far from
0: home. Well, it was certainly uh, like I was a youth pastor at the time, and I remember preaching messages about the songs meant to live and dare you to move, and you know because all the kids <laughs> knew the songs, and. You know they were great because they asked good questions. Are we meant to live for so much more? You know you know, is there more to life than this? You know no. it really sowed a lot of seeds in a lot of young people's lives. and uh, you know, so so I'm curious to know, so you were playing at festivals and concerts among all sorts of secular bands. You name the famous secular band, you've probably toured with them or played at a festival with them. I'm curious to know, were you treated differently as a Christian artist or did, did you just, get to mingle with those guys and, and connect with them? Like, what was it like, you know, being, being around all these massive bands? Did you get a chance to be an influence on them at the time? Well, I don't think
1: other artists ever treated us any differently, um, whether or not they knew where we were coming from in our faith, but, uh, you know, there, there were definitely people maybe in the, in the media or whatever that, that would try to, you know, put you in a in a category or sort of uh, label you. I, I don't like boxes. I don't like categories. So, yeah. um, you know, that can be uncomfortable. Uh, you know, we've always said we make music for, for thinking people. And we ask a lot of big questions in the songs. You know, I, I don't pretend to have all the answers. You know, I think that's the beauty of, of music is that you can wrestle with things and, 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 and not, you know, sew it up in a, in a pretty bow, life's messy. You know? There's uh, a lot of things I don't understand. And I think that music is a journey to, for, for me that, that is uh, ongoing. And, yeah. and I love that. I, I think that, you know, like you mentioned, we, yeah, we've had the opportunity to, to play with a lot of incredible bands and, and, and festivals. And, you know, I always just love to see the diversity in the audience. You know, looking out from stage and seeing people of all different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different beliefs. And they're coming together, um, you know, singing the same song. And that's the greatest honor for for me is when I see an audience singing the song with us. And it's just a a picture of humanity coming together for something bigger than ourselves. that's, That's the beauty of music.
0: We're going to talk about your new music soon. I'm really excited about that. But I also would just love to know for you personally, is there, you know, a couple of songs that you guys have done over the years that are real standouts for you? Um, You know, for me personally, Mm -hmm. I love songs uh, like, uh, you know, D to Move was one of my biggest ones, you know, as a a young fellow that really uh, stirred me up, you know. Um, I loved uh, Mm -hmm. songs like Meant to Live, you know, really big songs. Uh, but you do some some real uh, reflective ones. One of my ones that really got me thinking was The Shadow Proves the Sunshine. absolutely Mm. love that song as well. What about you? What what are your favourite Switchfoot songs over the years?
1: Wow, that's a great question. Um, I mean, we've had 11 albums. This new one will be our 12th, so (laughs) there's a lot (laughs) to choose from. But, um, you know, some bands I know really don't like playing their more well-known songs, you know, their hit songs. Um, you know, maybe it was a memory of, of, uh, you know, a painful breakup and they wrote a song about an ex-girlfriend or something and they don't like to sing it anymore, but they have to, because people want to hear it. You know? Yeah. So I say that just to say, I am so grateful that I still enjoy playing the songs that, you know, we wrote many years ago and recorded over the years. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm thankful for that, but in particular, um, there's there's a couple that come to mind. Um, there's a song called uh, "Lonely Nation" that I, I really enjoy, there's a song called um, "Love Alone Is Worth the Fight," and those those are ones that that you know we rotate into our live set, and I, I still enjoy playing them.
0: Yeah, you know the ones that I you know when I'm going for a run or I'm doing a workout, I've got a, a Switchfoot playlist. Of all the real upbeat songs, so songs like "Afterlife," oh, cool. "Rise Above It," "Thrive," oh, yeah. I love that one too. The more deeper ones like "Restless," I love that one. Uh, "Mess of Me," that one gets me going. Mm. Oh, I, I really love your rocking songs. Um, and one of the other ones that uh, I really think should have been a massive hit, but I think it wasn't. It was passed over a bit as a single. I reckon the song "Selling the News" was a really Controversial song From from my point of view Do you know much about that song?
1: Yeah, absolutely That is an interesting one um, You know, sometimes uh, You can kind of make Social commentary Through just the poetry of, of lyrics And I think John's really good at doing that In a subtle and not so subtle way yeah. um, But that one in particular is, It's definitely got some teeth I like that, that particular one I'm glad you brought that up Selling the news
0: yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that should have been a secular number one hit around the world, <laughs> because it's all about how the the news is. You know, it's, it's selling the news. You know, the, the the you know the internet and the you know the, the news. They're all just got these latest headlines. And and the fact is, fiction is is one of the lines in it anyway. So that's one of my personal favourites. And it's a little bit mm. different too. it. Had a bit of that kind of spoken word bit in there too. It was a a, a very creative song. I thought. Yeah. So um anyway I could talk about Switchfoot songs all day cuz I'm a fanboy I love your stuff but we we should move on to your new stuff because that's uh that's the the big news at the moment. Uh so the new album uh how do you pronounce it Interabang? Is that how you say it?
1: Yeah, Interabang. It's uh it's actually a a punctuation mark. You know, the title of the record it's Interabang and it means a question mark on top of an exclamation mark. Mm. And these sort of two disagreeing symbols juxtaposed on top of each other. Yeah. And to me, that that symbol really sums up the tension of uh, 2020 as we were living through that tension and, and making the record.
0: Well, tell us a bit about uh, you know some of the, the songs on it. I know The Bones of Us is, is is one of the singles that's been released. Tell us about some of the songs on there.
1: I think uh, we've released three singles. Uh, the first one was I Need You to Be Wrong. The next one was Fluorescent. And then the third was the bones of us that you mentioned. Yeah, I think as as an album, it's it's a very connected body of work. You know, I think sort of uh, wrestling um, with the tension outside studio walls and then also inside. You know, it was a difficult record for us to make. We we specifically chose to work with a a new producer we'd never worked with before, a guy named Tony Berg. Uh, who's a wonderful friend? He's he's become a, a dear friend to us, but um, he's very opinionated on on all subjects. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we we didn't always agree, and and I think the challenge of making this record was, you know, can people who disagree create something beautiful even in the tension? And you know, I think at the end of it at the end of the process, I I think, you know, as, as friends, I, I I look back now and, and see that we need each other. And, and I, I think we really needed Tony to make this record. You know, we wanted someone to push us and challenge us, you know, after 11 albums together, you're trying to find new sounds and new ways to, to look at the world and, you know, to be pushed and challenged as musicians. And he did that. He really brought that That energy. It wasn't easy, but I'm glad we went through the process.
0: Well, I'm so glad that you guys are still pumping out some great music after all these years. And uh, you know, it is a great story of uh, what um, you know the Lord has done. He's He's raised you guys up, and you're reaching people all over the world with your music. And uh, you you guys uh, are still. um, uh, making us think with your songs, and uh, I love the fact that that uh, you got such a great heart. Now, before we go, mate, one thing I always like to ask people, you know, you shared a bit about being raised as a pastor's kid and, uh, you know, starting the band with the, the Foreman Brothers. Uh, you've talked a bit about your Christian faith, but, you know, there might be people listening that have never heard what is Christianity about. Do um, you just want to share with us a bit of your personal testimony? Like, was there a moment for you when you made a decision to to follow God? Um, how, how did that look like for you? Wow,
1: well, I think, um, you know, looking back at my life, I I think it's been a long journey. You know, as as it as a kid, maybe I, I had a, a smaller idea of who God is and what. Uh, what What it meant to follow him, and you know over the years i think i've I've understood more and more the the love of my maker and the the grace that I've been given, and I just am so thankful for that, but it's been a long journey you know i'm I'm a father now, and i I look at my kids and and i I see the world differently because of them, you know I see sort of the way I believe our father looks at, at us. And I think you can only experience that, you know, as, as, as you grow older and, and you go through those moments in life and you have hindsight, you know, and in, in the rear view mirror, but I am just so thankful for the the journey that, that I'm on and that I'm not alone. And I'm thankful for my brothers in band for being there with me in the low moments and celebrating, together and, and the joy. And, and I, as I, as I go through life, I'm just, um, realizing we need each other. We need each other as we go through this long, um, process of becoming who we we're meant to be. And, and I think that each of us has you know, infinite potential. I, I I look forward to, you know, being at the end of my life and, and, and hopefully, seeing uh, progress. (laughs) I always want to be growing, right?
0: that's awesome well Chad it's been so cool catching up with you today if people want to check out the new music from Switchfoot uh, the new album is called Interrabang and uh, it's available you know Spotify iTunes Amazon Music you know wherever you get uh, good music from YouTube Facebook you'll find them online everywhere Um, such a great band uh, such a great uh, sound and uh, thanks for pumping out the good music Uh, Chad I reckon you're a history maker thanks for joining us
1: thank you Matt appreciate your time thanks for uh, your support